This week's Buyer Friendly Podcast deals with some heavy subject matter. So if that's not for you or if you've got young kids in the car, you might want to turn this one off. I don't know. That's perfect. I even like to laugh. Yeah. This whole thing should be part of the disclaimer. Yeah. (laughs) It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's actually quite, quite nice. My ears are not blown apart. Oh, that's good. That is... Great. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the placement of the letters inside of mm. the the yeah. earphones that tell you which one's the loud one, yeah. and which one's really not yeah. loud. Loud and really not loud. <laughs> yeah. That used to be my old ones. I know. It That's was. what it was. It was. But now these these ones, there's loud and the and, same yeah, loudness. The same loudness. They're, they and, work. And right ear is the same loudness. Right ear is the same. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Well, do you think that Veronica's going to kill us? I think so. For I feel like we're cheating on her a little bit. Yeah, with nobody. Yeah, like we're and like we, that's worse. Yeah, like she's going to be like, it's way worse. Like if we would have just gone out on the street today, if we'd gone to lunch and mm-hmm. and, and found someone and said, "Hey, we're going to record a podcast. We're short. One of our team. Would you come join us?" She'd be like, "That's almost better than you just right. going without anyone." Because then she has someone to. Kill. Yes. Then she can take them out. Right. She has someone that she can really just, take, take her, her frustration out on. Uh-huh. But in this case, it's like, it's us. It's just us. It's complicated. Yeah, it's just complicated. We had, And we, we made the judgment call. We said, we need to get a podcast done this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have Veronica with us. Should we just go for it? And with sadness in our hearts, sadness. we decided, mm-hmm. let's do it. Man, so so here we are. Here we are. No Veronica. No Veronica. You None. can tell because there's no <laughs> cute little giggle. She's, she's wonderful and she she's is. cute, but she's it dangerous. Is. She is. She is dangerous. That girl is poison. Oh, you can tell deep down. Don't uh, let the don't. gigantic smile. I know. She has the, the biggest joy smile. in her heart. She will destroy the, you. The friendliness, mm-hmm. the kindness. All of these these aspects of, of Veronica's personality, mm-hmm. don't let them fool you. Mm-mm. She'll cut. She'll cut it. She'll cut you. <laughs> she'll cut you. Well, she she's uh, she's a tough cookie. Yeah, she she is. really is. Yep. She's good, and um, and uh, we'll we'll have to get some podcasts have like a soundboard. Mm-hmm. We need to have like a soundboard of whenever she's not here, and we can so we can fake it. We can fake it. Yeah, because you know does does feel does feel quiet. It does. There's there's a. You can hear the echo. You can hear the echo in the room. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Because there's an empty chair over there. There is. There's actually no chair. There's just no... Empty chairs and empty tables. Empty chairs and empty tables. (laughs) And I actually, out of habit, I brought her microphone out to set up, and I was like, oh... Oh, oh, it hurts. It hurts even more. It hurts even more. It hurts even more to see a, a, a microphone to nowhere. <laughs> to nowhere. Mic'd nothing. Which was a great album. It was. Microphone yeah. to nowhere? Yeah. Oh, that was such a good album. Such Who was that good. by? That, that was uh, Reginald Starsky and, uh-huh. and, the, Reginald Starsky. and, the, and the Angel Patrol of, of the past. <laughs> Reginald Starsky and the Angel Patrol of the Past. That's yeah, a good band. Oh. Their quality. Man, please, someone out there, start that band right now. Please take that name. That's so good. The Angel Patrol of the Past. That's them. I love it. They're a good band. They are. Yeah. They, 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 microphone to nowhere. It's, it, really, to nowhere. it really was this, uh, you know, it was this album. Seminal. Yeah, seminal. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
How are you doing this this fine afternoon? Well, I got an afternoon coffee. Mm-hmm. That's coffee. always great. Yeah, you almost took all the cream too. I literally did. <laughs> we were we were making. I was making a latte and I ran out of milk. And then Jacob's like, "Well, is there any half and half in there?" Just to, because he wanted to make sure I didn't take the half and half. I said, "There is half and half." And I started as, pouring as, it into the thing. And he's like, I "No." Saw him pouring it into his thing, and I was like, "Well, I did." So we had to pour. He got a little bit of Worked. of vanilla flavor probably in his coffee. It's delicious. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. I actually. I actually don't mind it. It's yeah, lovely. It's, it's just lovely. a n- nice time of day to have a little pick me up. Yeah, I love a, uh, an afternoon Joe. I'm starting to do it at home now. Yeah, afternoon yeah, Joe. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's become it's become a tradition of ours here mm. that mid afternoon I just make a small coffee. And mm-hmm. so now when I'm at home, Saturday, Sunday, I get to around the hour and I'm like, I think I'm gonna make myself a small I'm coffee. A small coffee. Yeah, a small yeah. coffee. Yeah. yeah. And I I've been I've been. Actually, generally doing teas in the afternoon because I'm yeah. trying to, to peel back on on the yeah. volume of, of coffee. Not so right. much the caffeine. I'm down with caffeine. Kill <laughs> me with it. Oh, I am down with caffeine. Yeah, hook, but hook me up. Yeah, but the the coffee. I I think uh, sometimes I'll get a little hard. A little hard yeah. Do you think it's the acidity? I think it's the acidity. Mm. So. Mm. You know, the tea is a few more, a few more tannins. Well, so. and you grew up with tea. I did grow up with tea. Tea is part of your culture. Yeah, I you like know, the heat. Yeah. You like the heat, like the heat, and if you, I mean, look, I've talked about it before. I am, I am Ted Lassoe about my teas. I don't mm. like them at all. Sure, but I can understand why people do because there are a lot of people who do love tea. Right. You accept mm. that people can like something so gross. Yes, I accept that the yeah. world is broken. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to. <laughs> Which yeah. is actually, go ahead, go ahead, finish your thought. That's uh, that's what I was going to say. That's a segue. Isn't that's it? a so segue. Yeah. Yes, you 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 got where I was headed, yeah. which was I said the world is broken. We were trying to figure out, you know, what we wanted to talk about this week. And we started because we were having a conversation in the car just kind of about the craziness of the world and of the the headlines and the videos and the things that upset everybody and how disturbing that can be. That's right. where we started. Yes. And to then, quote to quote Ron DeSantis, it's silly season. It's silly season. Ron DeSantis <laughs> said it. Says. It's silly season. Politicians are hilarious when yeah. they're trying to be like they they want to say something else. They want to say, another but they've got to keep their they got to keep their like, things clean, and they say something yeah. that's just like a dad thing. Yeah, it's yeah. silly season. He's, yeah, he was talked about. He was talking about because you know Trump doesn't follow those rules. Right, right. Of course, he just he, says yeah. what he's going to say. Does Sorry whatever. if we're getting a little political, well, but we're going to every we're, once we're gonna, in a while we're going to touch on it a little bit today. We're, we're not going to pick on it. Any, any group that's our goal always yeah. but we're gonna talk we'll talk about, a few we'll talk about it. Yeah. but I just it's it was funny he was getting ripped on because mm-hmm. that because Trump's trying to win an election and, yeah. and DeSantis is in the way and uh they asked him for his response and he's like well it's silly season out there and I think yeah. I, I think that's actually about right yeah we're seeing today when we were talking about that we're like man the amount of just political garbage <sighs> That is being foisted upon us without our consent or it's desire. It's just <laughs> everywhere. And I'm not, I'm not that crazy about Twitter anymore. Yeah. But something has changed hmm. in that the way that the algorithm is. It used to only uh, send me the things that, um, that I s- followed right. or that I was into. Right. That all changed about a month ago. What's, like, it, what's it sending you now? P- political, angry, hate. Things that are really? on every yep from everywhere or mm-hmm. just from one side or from- uh, everywhere both sides. Oh God! And I and so that's why I was kind of like, oh, well, what's going on here? And so all I can assume, I was say at least if it's the political stuff you you agree with, you can <laughs> hateful, but you can at least be like, well, no, it's awful. And it can't be if somebody was saying, well, it's the algorithm, it's feeding you what it thinks you want to see. It's like, well, that can't be possible no, because not it's what not want. what I want to see. 
but I think that they've they've changed it, and I don't know if it's because it's under the new ownership under Elon or what whatever that they are kind of pushing to the top maybe the things that are getting the most attention, oh, and God. so that might be what's being passed my way. But I don't like it, no sir. I, you know, I do not like Facebook it. Facebook already proved that long long term that doesn't work. Right, right. Like the 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 idea at the time was if we just give people the thing that keeps them on the platform and amp them up and make them go crazy over right. what the stuff is, then they'll stay on the platform. We can keep making money off them. And that worked for a while until something else came along that, w- that gave them what they actually want. Right. Right. So Facebook was dominant. And then TikTok was like, well, okay, just our algorithm's going to, to over time yeah. pinpoint exactly the thing that you want to see and show yeah. you that exact thing. Yeah. And that's why it's ruling yeah. the whole everything, right? That's why it dominates. Right. And, and Facebook, I think, realized, oh, God, we can't. That the, Now they're trying to switch back to becoming what they used to be. Yeah. Which is, I think, good news. Yeah. I would rather it yeah. be a place to share Agreed. photos and videos with my parents. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, but but I think Twitter may be making the same mistake here. Is yeah. that, does that, I mean, that's why, based on what you're saying, so I'm gathering. Like, they're I, just going for what is the most insightful Crazy. I, I think so. I think so. Whereas like, and I thought this was pretty funny to talk about politicians, you know, obviously TikTok has been, um, on the, on the congressional hearing cause they're talking about the banning of it. Yeah. And what's so funny to see is first of all, I think that the gentleman who uh, runs the company seems to be very kind and patient man as he's being asked a lot of questions. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know him, but he's really having to endure quite the line of questionings. Um, but he, uh, seeing a lot of these older generations of people ask these questions and this one that I thought was hilarious, because if you're familiar with TikTok, the one thing that it does do is it shows you the things that you like. So like the longer you spend and you hover on something, it will feed you more and more of that. So this one guy on the panel goes like, well, I don't know why the TikTok, every time I open it up, it's just half naked women dancing around and everybody, (laughs) every. Everybody ah. kind of gave pause for a second and said, "Like, yeah, that's because that's what—that's the algorithm giving you what you like." <laughs> so <laughs> it made me laugh because yeah. I was like, "He doesn't realize that the yeah. app isn't doing it to you. You're doing, you're it, doing it to, it to the, the app. app." Yeah, yeah. That was kind of a. I'm sorry. Should I give a, a content warning? I know that's a little bit content of content warning. Uh, yeah. yeah. I look. I, it I, is what it he's is. He's a red-blooded male, I'm sure, and and that's I what happens. It's but fine. That's a little bit of an embarrassing thing to admit it. And not know. Yeah. And not know that that's how the tech works. Wow. Yeah. 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 So I thought wow, that was Wow. 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 Yeah. But we were. Talking. I'm sure if I went on TikTok, all I would get was was boobies. For <laughs> I'm sure. Not sure. For sure. That's probably all. Yeah. I, would get. I mean, that's look, probably, look huh? you know, that in like avocado videos. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, how to make the perfect avocado toast. How to make toast. the perfect avocado toast. Yeah. And then and, and boobies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes they are one and the same. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole channel dedicated to avocados and boobies. Excellent. Yeah. No, um, I, I, I'll stay off then. Yeah. I would woo, I run, can't. run for your life. I can't because yeah. if all I see are avocados and boobs, I'll never get off. You'll never get off. Yeah. But we started this conversation this morning because a lot of the stuff that is out there is uh, seems really negative and it does seem hopeless because the stuff that we're getting fed seems like everybody is perpetually has their hands around the other person's throat mm-hmm. and that we're just at war in a, in a social war. Mm. And so I saw this article headline and I was like, Oh, we got to do this. Okay, we got to talk about this. Now we can keep talking about the politics. No, let's stuff. let's get because we've we've, we've I think we've warmed we, them up for what's warm, to come. Warm right? it up. Yeah. yeah. So it basically the article said, um, 
Happiest countries prove resilient despite overlapping crisis. Really? Yes. So about 10 years ago, it started in 2012, this thing started called the World Happiness Report. I love it. It's a publication of the Sustainable Development Solutions Network. Okay. So that's what it is. They basically go around and look at the quality of life and do a bunch of metrics and data and surveys to kind of see where the happiest people in the world are and like what's making them do better. I like that. So overall- So I get to find out if the people around me are happy or not based on- yeah. At this. Okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it said, so the... Because I try to make people miserable. And I'll know if I'm doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, it specifically gave your... It said the most miserable places in the world. And yeah. it was... it was My the, house. It was, no, it was the house next to yours. Oh. So that's, I think you're doing a great that's job. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm the epicenter of, of yeah, unhappiness. Yeah, you're literally... Your neighbor oh. was reported as the most unhappy wow. neighbor. Yeah. So take... Take that information that's, and do what you will with uh, yeah, it. But uh, a little, little pat on the back. I say you got a few more houses to, yeah. to add to that list. Well, right around you, you. you got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. But it basically said this is what took me by surprise. It yeah. said the world's happiest countries. Uh, there's a cause for optimism in the latest report on happiness. Okay. For one, benevolence is about 25 percent higher than it was pre-pandemic. You know what? What? I don't think if you asked a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Where is benevolence now compared yeah. to where it was before the pandemic? A uh-huh. hundred people would say it's worse. Yeah. So that's a surprising piece of news. Very surprising. Yes. Okay. 25%. Benevolence to others, especially the helping of strangers, which went up dramatically in 2021, went up. Interesting. Stayed high in 2022. Okay. John Hallowell, one of the authors of the World Happiness Report, said in an interview, And global happiness has not taken a hit in three years of the COVID-19 pandemic. Life evaluations from 2020 to 2022 have been remarkably resilient, the report says, with global averages basically in line with the three years preceding the pandemic. Wow. It's surprising. Wow. You would think from what we're fed... Are you kidding? What you just said. What you just... What would... If all you're getting is how angry... Th- this group of people is making this group of people, you would be under the impression that we all hate each other. Yeah, you really would. And I spent 30 seconds on Twitter and I thought, wow, we really do all hate each other. Hmm. And that's not true. It's hmm. not true. Hmm. <laughs> the report, which is a publication of the UN Sustainable Development Solutions Network, draws on global survey data from people in more than 150 countries. Countries are ranked on happiness based on their average life evaluations over the three preceding years. In this case, 2020 to 2022. That's a crazy pocket. It's a crazy pocket of yep. time. Yep. That will, that, 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 pocket of time, yep. that pocket of time will be studied in history books. Hold your calls. That pocket of time will be studied in history books forever. They're going to talk about 2020 mm-hmm. to 2022. They Cause, will. Because really, we weren't through it. No. Until mid 2022, really? Yeah. Well, look, I, I honestly, I think that the date that, uh, at least in America, yeah. the date that uh, Biden put on it for the end of mm-hmm. the end of the emergency, right? right? So, like when the when the funding stops and all the rest of that, which I yeah. think is May, some point. Yeah. I think that's after that is when things will really start to normalize because it won't be financially beneficial right. to keep kind of you know pushing. Pushing stuff, yeah, right. Like it'll it'll be people will do stuff because they honestly feel like it's in their best interest, as opposed to they've been convinced to do this for financial reasons. 
100%. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So in this thing, uh-huh. their list, I'm about to give you the countries that, that win. Okay. Because there's 20 of them. But okay. I'm going to give you a little little lead up to that first. Okay. So this report, which was released just recently, this this came out in March. And this, this group has only been going for 10 years. But this World Happiness Report, you can look up. They actually have the report available online. I made sure to print up at least about because I wanted to have the facts right as to how they come up with this, this data. Right. Um, but they've declared that March 20th is the International Day of Happiness because of this. This is when they release this information, March mm-hmm. 20th every year. So just so you know, mm-hmm. we already missed the International Day of Happiness. So go back to being miserable. Okay. Okay. Well, there's okay. always next year. There's always next year. So this is a day designated by the United Nations that, that's making its 10th anniversary in 2023. But there's a six-year winning streak for the world's happiest nation. Six straight years of happiness? They are the ones that win happiness. And actually, we knew this going in because we're watching a little show with a a wonderful character, a comedic actor from a TV show called Schitt's Creek, Mm. and he's traveling the world, and he goes here. Really? Uh-huh. You know and what? That makes sense. Yes. And you look at their values. Yes. And you'd see, yeah. I, think, I think you see yeah, yeah. simplicity, baby. That's right. It says, for the sixth year in a row, Finland is the world's happiest country. Huh. According to World Happiness Report, rankings based largely on life evaluations from the Gallup World Poll. The Nordic country and its neighbors, Denmark, Iceland, Sweden, and Norway, all score very well on, on the uh, measures the report uses to explain its findings. Healthy life expectancy. Hmm. GDP per capita, social support, low corruption, generosity in a community where people look after each other, and freedom to make key life decisions. Those are the major things that they measure. Hmm. Those Those are good things to measure. Those are good things to measure. Okay. So we've had a couple things move around in the spots, but I thought I would tell you it does give us the lowest. Should we focus? We should probably not focus Let's do on both. This. It's an interesting show, right? You're right. It's you're, be right you're right. You're right. You're right. So it says nations uh, nations ranked lower. Well, are there any other high uh, top ones that oh, we yeah, should yeah. maybe while we're while we're happy? While let's, we're happy, let's, let's wrap it. up the happiness. Okay, let's see you're who right, else you're is right. happy. Okay, and then I maybe have a little a little anecdote I want to after that. Okay, before we get to the sad. Yeah, from our own life experience, okay. and you can tell me if you agree. So since we can't all move to Finland, is there something other societies can learn from these rankings? Um, so this is a quote. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to do it in the voice, right? This is from um, Hallowell. Let's see what the name is here. Uh, what's the name of the gentleman, Hallowell? Is it a f- male or female? There's John Hallowell. John Hallowell. Okay, so John okay. Hallowell. What is he? Seems like um, seems like a uh, he's from University of British Columbia. Mm. So that's Canadian. Canadian. It's Canadian. Yep. So he's going to be a nice guy. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, sure. All right. So. Is it, are they doing things that we wish we'd seen before and we can start doing? Or is it something unique about their climate and the history that make them different? And fortunately, at least from my perspective, the answer is the farmer, said Hallowell, who is a professor of emeritus at the Vancouver School of Economics, University of British Columbia. An economics professor talking about happiness. Yeah, right? Interesting. Interesting, right? Okay. So... Taking a holistic view of the well-being of all the components of a society and its members makes for better life evaluations in happier countries. So it says basically Israel moves up to number four this year from its ranking of nine last year. So Israel came up. The Netherlands, number five. Switzerland, number eight. Luxembourg, number nine. And New Zealand, number 10, round out the top 10. Okay. So basically, those other countries that I listed before that are the neighbors, mm-hmm. they were the ones in the top 
other spots, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. So yeah, Denmark, yeah. Iceland, Sweden, Norway. They're all the same place. Yeah, they're all they're all doing great over there. Okay. So then we get right out of the top ten, and it says Australia number twelve. Okay. Canada, number 13. Okay. Ireland, 14. The United States, number 15. Okay, folks. Not yeah, so bad. Not so bad. And the United Kingdom, number 19, all made it to the top 20. Okay. So I actually was like, when I was starting this thing, I was like, well, of course you're going to talk about all these places that aren't the U.S. And as soon as I saw we were 15, I was like, that's not bad. That's good. Out of, out of all those countries oh, and as big and 220 huge. 220 countries or something? Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. We, we To even rank in the top 20 means... We're doing a lot better than social media makes you think. Yeah. A totally, lot better. Totally. But now I want you to share your anecdote before we get to... Well, actually, I, I, I want to hear the bottom okay, first because okay, okay, okay. I'm curious. Okay. Yeah. At the very bottom of the list is Afghanistan <laughs> at mm. number 137. Um, sorry, I didn't mean for the chuckle there. We... Um, it comes from a hist. I didn't mean to mock Afghanistan. We made a television se- uh, a web series many, many, many years ago, and in in the comedy, it was a character talking about where they were going to vacation with their family, and it was a humorous bit that they just casually mentioned Afghanistan because it was in kind the middle of, of the war. In the middle of the war, yeah. And so it just made me laugh because I was thinking about the character. <laughs> Saying that so casually, yes. And so I'm not mocking that your country is going through a hard time. I'm just trying to. It was a. It was a funny bit because we were in the middle of a war, and it was like that's not where you would take your your children right. on vacation, right? And that was the joke. I also find it fascinating that they are measuring less countries than yes, they are than FIFA, the World Soccer Organization, <laughs> recognizes for the world the World right, Cup right, championships. Right. Yeah, totally. They way less. Just putting that out. Yeah, there. yeah, that's <laughs> true. Lebanon is one rank above at number 136. Okay. Average life evaluations in these countries are more than five points lower on a scale from zero to 10 uh, than in the 10 happiest countries. That's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah. Russia's invasion of Ukraine put both countries very much in the global spotlight as the 2022 report was released. So where do these two nations stand according to the latest surveys? Well-being in Ukraine has definitely taken a hit. But despite the magnitude of suffering and damage in Ukraine, life evaluations since September 2022 remain higher than in the aftermath of the 2014 annexation, supported now by a stronger sense of common purpose, benevolence, and trust in Ukrainian yeah. leadership. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so those are some of the ones. Where's Russia? Uh, Russia. In this year's rankings, Russia is number 70, and Ukraine is number 92. Okay. So... Up they're, there, they're, you know, yeah. Not, things aren't Russia's going so kind great. of like middle of the road, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because if you're looking at 137, yeah, almost so yeah, almost yeah. halfway point. Yeah, yeah. Ukraine's almost, pretty far down. Pretty far down. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, so those are the those are the low ones. Yeah. But what's your what were you thinking? So, uh, do you remember when we were spending a lot of time in Wisconsin? I do. And then there was blizzards going on like crazy yeah. the whole time we were there, and uh, we went to that we went to that coffee shop at the Big Water Coffee Shop, and yeah. The person in there who was working was a big, big, hearty fellow with a giant beard, mm-hmm. laughing every day and smiling, right? And yeah. I think about Pops Hagen, who was with us out there, always laughing, oh, oh, yeah, oh and yeah, smiling yeah, every yeah, day and laughing. Yeah. And I, so, so I asked, I asked this guy, I was like, hey, you're, you're uh, you know, it's, it's four degrees outside and it's, it's blizzarding and, and, uh, and seems kind of, kind of wild, but, but you're, you know, every day we come, come in here, you're, you're, you're doing okay. You're, you're, you know, your mood seems pretty bright, pretty happy. And he goes, oh, well, you know, you. Yeah, you, you get out, you live out in conditions like this. It's just what are you gonna do, right? <laughs> you gotta just keep at it and keep going. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and he was just kind of jolly about, you know, hey, this is life. This is what life is. And so you know, you work you work your way out there and then you just you just keep doing it. Yeah. And keep yourself busy with 
with the stuff you got to do and you don't worry about it and you keep on trying. Yeah. And I kind of compare that to the show we watch about Finland. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And how, uh, how for them, the things that were important were, were family, mm-hmm. nature, animals. Mm-hmm. That was like, yeah, that was it. Yeah. That's all. That, those were top three. That's what they cared about. Those yeah. were the, like if they had those things, then you could survive. Yeah. I'll live. If I have those things, I'm yeah. fine. They they had to focus too on just getting food every day, like like yeah. taking care of that problem, which yeah. is still a And snow. And <laughs> snow. Yeah. You you really do realize that um if your country isn't just, you know, there's a market or a coffee shop on every single corner and and it's you gotta eat food. So you gotta farm and you gotta cook and you gotta harvest and you gotta hunt. That takes a lot of your time and energy. Yeah. So you and don't focus. Yeah, you don't have a lot of time to get caught up in, you know, what's going on with the Kardashians yeah. or, you know, how your social media is doing, you you don't get caught up in any of that stuff because you've just got to focus on, got to feed my family today, got to take care of the farm today, got to take care of the things that I need to do. And so I would imagine that really helps in the happiness. It just doesn't yeah. burden your brain with I, a bunch of stuff. I wonder if you surveyed the states yeah. in the U.S., if all of the Midwest states around the Great Lakes were just frozen cold and they're yeah. doing essentially the same thing yeah. as they're doing in the in the Scandinavian countries. Yeah. If they aren't happier. Yeah. It, it's it's quite possibly true that the cities see we live in LA and we live in like the hubbub of entertainment and culture and so everybody's kind of paying attention to what's going on on their television and what's on social media. But I I you know you sometimes forget that there's towns that are like I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't pay attention to that. I don't yeah. care about that. Yeah. And you wonder how much more healthy is their mental space. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's dig in a little bit, right? Okay, so let's, this, dig, let's dig in. This morning, the thing that sort of got it started off yes. was, and, and this is, if look, if you don't want to get into a bit of, like, a, it's definitely politics. It's, it's definitely, definitely politics. Is. It definitely got a, a heavy thing to it. And so you'll, and we'll try to be respectful best we can. To we're going to do the best we can to be respectful because we understand there's people coming from various perspectives and we right. want to be respectful of that. Right. Yeah. Um, there was an interview on, I think, 60 Minutes? It was 60 Minutes. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. With, uh, with Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's mm-hmm. a, a, a congresswoman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember out of which district, but very, very popular as a, uh, on the, on the far right mm-hmm. as kind of a culture warrior, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I would say like on one side of the culture warrior spectrum, you have her and on, on the other side, probably like AOC and the squad, I guess. Right, right, right. right. Um, I'm not saying they're the same. Don't anyone think I'm not, they, everybody's they, different. Everyone had, they like, get pointed out the same. Yes. Like this person said this and this person said this and that's right. And they cause probably an equal amount of anger from the other group because of their, right. What? Because they're culture warriors, I, I, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, the, the clip that, I, that we were looking at this morning was, was literally, uh, she, she was saying that every single, uh, Democrat is a pedophile. Every single one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I think that, I can't. <laughs> and you, you, you say it out loud and you go, oh, wow, wow. Yeah, I, I think, and you and I were joking. It's like if you walk down the street and then just, you know, let someone immediately says, oh, what's your, what's your toilet? It's a Republican. Oh, you're a racist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're a Democrat. Oh, you're a pedophile. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, okay, so. So those are my, to- those are my two choices now? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, they, I think that when, when you're in a, in a 
kind of a political and, and silly season mm-hmm. and political <laughs> silly, silly season. season. Yeah. And everybody's trying their best to score points in that primary period where it's only, you're only yeah. asking for your own most extreme voters. Yeah. Uh, that like things get, get wildly divisive and that you start, you start seeing kind of the, the worst. It's true. Get highlighted. And brought up to the to the top of the of the screen, yeah. So that all you all you're paying attention to is just kind kind of stuff that's a little bit Looney Tunes. It is. It is preposterous. And if you if you believe this, then I'm I'm I am sorry to 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 <laughs> knock you down a peg, but it's to me preposterous to say that every single person who is a Democrat is a pedophile, yeah. and it is equally preposterous to me to say that every single person who is a Republican is a racist. Yeah. I don't think that in any group of people anywhere you could say that every single one of them is anything. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that, that's nonsense. That's absolutely nonsense. Right. To, to take an entire group of people and say they're all this one thing is just wildly uninformed. Yeah. Wildly. That's that's extreme, right? That's extreme. And so that that gets highlighted and that gets pushed to the forefront. And then it causes, understandably, a fight. Big fights. Because anybody who's going to say that everybody everybody like you and you and all of your friends are all pedophiles, <laughs> well, the first response to that is going to be like, what are you effing talking what about? What are you talking about? And then a fight, right? Yeah. Same yeah. thing going the other way. You and everybody you know is a racist. Well, what the F are you talking about? So I think that... that if you do that enough and you push that enough and then that stuff gets highlighted by what you just told me with evidence right now on Twitter mm-hmm. up to the top of the algorithm. Yeah, of course you're going to think everybody hates each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought. I thought to myself, I thought we are falling apart and we're on our way to some kind of terrible civil war again. And I just, but the thing that's so weird about it though is if you talk, and this is where to the point of this of this article, right? Right, right. Anybody I talk to about it, mm-hmm. no, no, nobody wants that. Nobody no. wants the, the people in Orange County don't want to rise up and have a war with the people in Los Angeles no, County. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and, then, and everybody you talk to that has differing opinions, nobody is doing what you're seeing in these videos, no. and these clips, and headlines at all. No, no. And it's kind of it was that's what was so great about this article is it's like actually if you look at the if you look the at benevolence the benevolence is up by twenty five percent people are more likely to help each other out yeah. right now than yeah. they were before yeah people are like oh this per- this poor person needs a hand let me help yeah we went that's, through a terrible thing in this country and people came with with the pandemic and people came out of it and went man we've really been through the ringer I'm not gonna be as cold to people anymore yeah yes that means that we improved yes. Because I got to be honest with you, like I, I am the type of person who would look at, at that comment and say, well, this is nonsense and it should be ignored because mm-hmm. it's obviously not true. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not on Twitter doing that. No. Right? Right. Nobody I know is on Twitter doing th- like that. No, granted, I don't know everybody. Yeah. But I would imagine that the audience, if you looked around, like how many of your friends are on, on Twitter saying like, this sounds ridiculous? Yeah. Probably none. Yeah. So the only people then who are saying anything are the people who are willing to get into the Fold the fight, and and when I scrolled, which I couldn't do it for very long, but I scrolled and I thought, what is it? <laughs> because at first I was like, what is even the response to this? Yeah. And it was amazing because people, it was just like you'd expect. It was just, it was just, well, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then there are people like, what are you talking about? You're you're the problem because of blah, 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 blah. And it just went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I thought, none of these people are going to go, you know what? You're you're making a lot of sense. You know what I mean? It was nobody was nobody was like trying to. <laughs> now that I think about that it, I think about it. They are. It was it was literally. My you, neighbor is a pedophile. It was literally one. <laughs> it was either just one is, feels this way and they yell, "You're wrong." Which I mean, I felt the impulse to be like, "I want to fight about this." Right. But I was like, "Where does that lead?" It it leads nowhere. I right. can't I can't write a tweet that's arguing against people that are already saying something that is preposterous. It was bat s crazy in the yes. first place. You go you go. That's try. It's literally like trying to reason with somebody who who is so beyond the point of reason. Right. That I. What, what am I doing here? And so they were highlighting that, and I was thinking, yeah, we're in a lot of trouble. But you see this report, and you go. The only way that everybody uses the app, the only way that anybody sees the ads more and more is how long you spend furious on the app. Right. Sadly. Right. And this is why we wanted to talk about it is that there's a there's a there's this craving to be riled up and angry. And honestly, somehow we have to change the conversation in social media and our interaction online to be what we're seeing in action, the benevolence, the kindness, the uplifting, the positivity. And I think there's a hunger for it. There's got to uh, be. Well, definitely, right? I mean, yeah. you see, well, you see how often we find things on like the Good News Network mm-hmm. as an example, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's certainly, there certainly is a desire to, to, to increase the good news and to yeah. start yeah. putting more of that out there and, and to, to show the nice things that people are doing for each other and yeah. the way they're helping each other out. I actually, that's all right. When I do go onto social media, yeah, which is just, you know, very, very rare, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah. rare. Um, generally that's like, that's the stuff that, that I'll kind of see. I would say the one place where I kind of do a bit of social media is Reddit. It's just something I, I got into in the 2008 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I never really abandoned. Yeah. Um, and I, like, there's, that's, there's a, like, you can, you can tune that thing so that it gives you all that, just what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And there's actually a lot, there's yeah. a lot of like made me smile. Yeah. There's a lot of people helping people. There's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of really heartwarming, inspiring, awesome, yeah. cool stuff out there. And I, I think that this is, it is, it's, it's, it, people are, people are onto it and that's why Twitter's losing its, yeah. but I mean, well beyond, you know, there's, there's an argument that Elon Musk is killing it or whatever. I don't, I don't think Elon, I think he bought something that was dead and yeah, I think I that's think why I, he tried would, to get out of it. Yeah. It was already on fire. Yeah. It was already on fire. And I fire. think he realized it was like, oops, I shouldn't have offered $44 billion for this. <laughs> yeah. This is a bad business. Yeah, yeah. And now he's trying to, to get out of it or trying to, to make something out of it. And yeah. it's probably not going to work. Yeah. I mean, and if you fill it with a bunch of rage, then maybe you'll get a surge of users and you can cash out, you know, or something along the way. Yeah. But boy, oh boy. I think it's a mess. I, yeah. I think, I think that people are onto it. I, I, it's actually fascinating. I, I with the TikTok ban, mm-hmm. It has been fascinating to see that kind of flip in the in the in the world, right? Where, mm-hmm. where at first there was, oh, okay, they're going to ban TikTok, and I think most people were kind of like, well, 
yeah, maybe it's maybe we got to get the kids off the socials. It's probably you know it's probably a good idea. Yeah. When, you know, whatever. And then, you know, they, they the momentum that our brilliant government had to ban it was used to fill the 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 the, the law with yeah uh, with just like unbelievable re- ridiculous spying opportunities and the yeah. ability to just get into your phone and get whatever they want yeah. And everybody was like, whoa, whoa, no. hey, hold on. And I right? think that made people look a little deeper into why are we banning TikTok again? Yeah, Is like it, why, what, the Chinese the, are spying on what's us? What's the motivation behind this? And then you, and then you start to get the, the young people fighting back a little bit. And they're like, yeah. well... You know, you actually get to see that stuff is happening, and we get to get angry about it and go yeah. up and get like the the example that that uh, my my daughter is a is a TikToker, which is not a surprise. She's yeah. a teenager. Yeah, she's a teenager. Um, she showed me this this uh, this article or not, this this TikTok post from someone else who was like, "Hey, you guys, everybody here knows about Norfolk Southern, right? You know, that's as leave me out there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in public news, that didn't exist, but on TikTok, because you can see whatever you want to see. We all know that a train crashed into a small town in Ohio mm-hmm. and that there were chemicals spilled everywhere and that they tried to cover it up and then they couldn't cover it up. And now suddenly the, the secretary of the, the, of, of the transportation has to go and Trump yeah. has to go and everybody's got to go yeah. and they've got to, and all this information's going toward it and all, this, all these people are going towards it. Suddenly there's all this interest and excitement. But this little place called Palestine. Yeah, uh, yeah, Indiana. East Palestine, yeah, uh, Ohio. Yeah. Ohio, yeah. Ohio, yeah. It's like, and... They didn't like that because they couldn't control the app because it's not an American app because you found out about it here. So I don't think it's about the Chinese spying on us. I think it's about the fact that they can't control it. Yeah. Boy, did that catch fire. Yeah. And boy, it's like the opinion on whether or not to ban TikTok is like suddenly shifting because you you took your momentum and you tried to spy on people. Yeah. And now you've given time for people to evaluate. No, it's like, are they going to ban TikTok? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what's what's interesting is that. We are in an era where information is being shared so freely mm-hmm. that it scares the hell out of people who control the information. Right. It scares them. Yeah. They're like, we can't let this fly. Right. And people are like, too late. Yeah. We've already, the, the Pandora's box has been opened. We know how to talk to each other. Yeah. You know, there's a ton of ways that we can communicate online. You ban TikTok, there will be another thing that gets the news out there before you do. And that... This is the thing with the whole free speech and all the rest of mm-hmm. it, right? Like, in the end, as much as, as you hear the, the narrative that, that we should ban this guy or not platform this person or deplatform whatever, naturally, people want information. Yeah. They want all the information they can get. Absolutely. They want as much data as they can possibly get. Yeah. Whether you're 10 years old, 5 years old, 3 years old, 40 years old, 102 years old, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you look like. doesn't matter what your gender is. doesn't matter where you're from. You want as much information as you can get. It's a natural instinct of people. Yeah. And so as much as you'll hear screaming about, oh, we should not platform this, but that, again, is a probably about the same percentage of people who are, plat- you know, who are, 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 are giving you the, these, these tweets that, that say, you know, we're all pedophiles and all that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's, that's who's doing this. Yeah. The average person is happy. Yeah. The average person wants to help other people. Yeah. The average person's trying to make their life better and the people around them better. That regular person would like to be able to get as much information as they require at any given moment. Yeah. It's tough to, to suppress that. It is. When everybody wants that. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right. I think you, you ban TikTok, something else shows up. Something else. We ju- it's too late. We, from, from Reddit on to TikTok to everything else, we, we share information now. 
we share information. And so this goes all the way back to when Michael Jackson died and mm-hmm. they found out about it. The world found out about it because somebody took a picture and posted it on Twitter before it even hit the news. Right. The world changed. It was like eyes are everywhere. We're looking at all times. They wanted to control that story. They wanted to keep it where that information wasn't out, but it was it was too late. And so we that's the world we live in now. We all have cameras. We all have video. We can all talk to each other immediately. And so it scares this world that has said, we say when you find out. Right. We let you know what news you focus on. It's right. like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. That, that, that day might be gone. So I hope so. I hope so, too. Because that's authoritarianism. That's authoritarianism. And it's, the, the crazy thing is, is it's a kind of a, it's, it's a hidden one. Because oh, people yeah. think, like, that's not happening, is it? No. And it's like, come on. Might be a yeah, little bit. I, I, think, I think that, the, I think that, that COVID and the mm-hmm. pandemic in general brought to light for most people just how bad it actually was. Because mm-hmm. when, you, when you are getting such, such a huge variation of information, like when, 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 one, when the conservative half of the media is saying one thing so positively and so loudly, and then the liberal half of the media is saying something equally loudly and equally opposite, mm-hmm. and they're both certain about it, and they're both yeah. trying to make sure that everybody agrees with it, and they're both screaming and panicking about it. Yeah. You start to dig in and go like, "What is? What is? Why are? Why is the information so different? Right? Why right. is it so completely different? It's so completely different." And you look at it for a minute and go, "This can't be right. If it's this different, then it's wrong." Yeah. And then you start to look at it and you start to notice, well, they lied about that thing. Yeah. Oh, but then those guys lied about that thing. Yeah. Well, then these guys, and then you start to see how many times they actually like literally just lie. Yeah. Yeah. And then the longer it goes, the more lies get exposed, the more you're like, there are trusted news sources yeah. lied for like the, the entire pandemic. Yeah. They just sat there and they both, they all lied to us. Yeah. And then this, this news cycle that we're in now and the way that things are reported, you have somebody out there who just decides, I'm going to make a graphic to prove a point to my Facebook group, right? Like I'm going to take a photo of a park that was littered. 10 years ago and I'm going to I'm going to take that park and I'm going to put on it this is what it looked like after the 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 Greta Thunberg you know environmental peace thing and they they put that on their facebooks cuz they want to prove that environmentalists are just as wasteful as as anybody else and they're all hypocrites mm-hmm. and then somebody goes that image that you took is from a completely different event, completely out of context. You just photoshopped it on there. But guess what? It's too late because mm-hmm. somebody grabbed it who is in a position of media and power and news and authority. And they, and they ran sh- with it. They ran with it. They shared it. And now it's too, it's too late. It's too late. It's already out there. And now everybody on one side goes, see, environmentalists, they're just as, they're just as much of a wasteful people and Greta, blah, blah, blah. I, I gave, give that as an example because I was just thinking of one that happened that I was like, that's a real thing. People just take images, create a meme, create something to justify their argument they share it. And because all we do now is share stuff, it just, it spreads like wildfire. And then you don't know what's the truth, right? What's not. Well, see, but the, the problem is then when what's supposed to be a reputable piece of information, right? Yeah. A, re- a reputable source. Yeah. And this is what, and it got, man, it got me. You, you, you wind back however many podcasts 
and I'm defending a lot of these big companies. Yeah, yeah. But I, after the pandemic, it is difficult yeah. because you start to see them use things like this that are blatantly wrong. Yeah. And instead of retracting mm-hmm. and apologizing and yeah. saying, hey, that was wrong. We got that wrong and yeah. we're going to do better, which is what they used to do. Mm-hmm. They just kind of, you know, take it down and don't worry about it. Just don't talk about it. Just it's it's, not, it's no big deal. Yeah, we didn't so do just anything. We didn't do anything wrong. And then, and then, and then what, what am I supposed to think at that point? <laughs> right. Right? It's like, wait, so I can't trust you. I can't trust you. I can't trust you. And so I don't. I listen. I, I've had to find other sources for news. Yeah. I had to. Yeah. Because I can't, I can't rely on it. Yeah. And that's, and that is like, that is a devastating. It's a bummer. Devastating blow to our, to our establishment of this country. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the, the establishment is in trouble and they know it. Yeah. Because people aren't stupid. Yeah. They and know. You can tell when, you can tell when you're being played with. You can. And our children are growing up in a world where they know, whereas our parents and even us still have an inkling like, I should trust the guy with the tie uh, behind the news desk, right? I should yeah. trust them. Yeah. Our parents more, yeah. us a little bit, and our children are growing up in a world where they go, they're all full of it. Yeah. I don't believe once. I'd rather go to Mr. Beast for news. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what they're thinking in their heads. They're going, why would I trust somebody who is working for this that my dad gets mad at or my grandparents get mad at, and then I go to this friend's house and their parents are getting mad at the other guy. And so all I know and all my peers know is none of these guys are doing it for the right reasons. It's all driven by money. It's all driven by sway. It's all driven by mm-hmm. influence and in, in, in these dollars. And so they're going to just completely disregard the news cycle. And here's, here's the, the, the same earlier example. Mm-hmm. Here's what my daughter can tell me about what happened in East Palestine. Mm-hmm. She can tell me where it happened. Mm-hmm. She can tell me who the players were. Mm-hmm. She can tell me that in the, when they measured the water and when they measured the air, that it was done by consultants working for the train company and not the EPA, and that the EPA took the data and then published it as their own even though it said in the, in the papers that it was done by the consulting company. Right, right. She can give me all this, all of this detailed information yeah. that does not exist on NBC, on CBS, nope. on Fox, nope. on none of it is not there. Nope. You can't find it. She can tell me all of this information about, about what's happening there, about how the people are reacting to it, about the fear that's in the community, yeah. about the frustration in the area, yeah. about the lack of any kind of government assistance. All of this stuff. Yep. And she got none of it from the major news sources who were doing their best mm-hmm. to hide it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, she, she got it she from got it Devin on, on TikTok. TikTok. Or, right. So she got it from somebody who's a kid or a teenager or a 20-something who's living in it or is around it. And it goes, why isn't anybody who, yeah, talking who about cares? this? Who, why isn't anybody talking about this? And gains nothing no. financially. No. Gains Nothing. No, he just wants to be able to go home. Yes. And not be afraid to drink the water. Yeah. And if, <laughs> if somebody came at me right now and said, oh, well, they're doing it for clicks, it's like, that's not how it Good. works. That's why well, that's not how it works. All if they get clicks by telling the truth, they don't gain anything other than becoming the person who's known for telling the truth. 
Right. That's it. They don't get a ton of money. TikTok doesn't show up at your doorstep. If your video gets seen by 20 million people because you're dropping facts, you don't really get paid anything. And you he just can are, tell you that because I, he literally I is a TikTok it. celebrity. <laughs> I do it. I do it. And so when you get your videos seen by millions of people, you don't get money. You become known as the person who is the thing that you just shared. Right. So the kid, the TikToker, whoever it is, is now known as a truth teller. Right. That's a great feeling. That's a great feeling to, to wake up every day and go, I am now known by millions of people for telling the truth. That feels good. Mm-hmm. And we don't live in a world now where the people who are in the position of telling the news have that feeling at all. No. Because they because- can't. They're working for somebody. They're working for somebody. They got to answer to somebody. I never in my life thought I would <laughs> thought on our podcast. <laughs> I know that I, we would sit here like I know, t- like I know. talking about the man. I know, I right? know, and, and the man bringing you down because that's just not not our our game. I know, but I, I, but I, I felt like you know what you were getting into this topic, and yeah. maybe this was the time. And audience, if if this isn't what you want to see, then I apologize. It just seems important for social sustainability that it does. that there's some awareness brought to this. Yeah. It's not, we're generally going to go back to farts mm. and slapping each other totally. in the face and all the rest of it. But I, but it just, it seems, it seems like it's a big issue because you're being told that we hate each other. You're being told that there's going to be a civil war. You're being told that we need to have a great separation. You're being told that, that we can never agree and that people hate each other and you mm-hmm. can't trust your neighbor or your friend or the Republican or the Democrat or the whoever who happens to live in your area. And the fact of the matter is that the numbers say that's not true. In fact, not is it not, not only is it untrue, but things are actually happier for people now than they were in 2012. Right. That's insane. That's, that seems like an insane concept. But if you take a moment and you, you step out of what you're being told and take a look at what you experience, Yes. Just with the people around you and what you're trying to do day to day to move on and see what you think. Yeah. See, how, how true does it seem? How, yeah. how true is that statement? Yeah. Right? Because that's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. That's the bottom line is you, you can get sold a bill of goods or you can trust your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, we, we live in these communities. We, we go to work every day. We see the same people. And I would imagine the people that you share desks with and space with and work with, you're, you're always going to be able to see the humanity and the similarities between you and that person, no matter what you do in your politics or, you know, what you invest your dollars in, we're a lot more alike each other than, than they want us to believe mm-hmm. a lot more. Yeah. So I, I, I'm glad we did this show. I may do like a, I may do like a, like a, like a, the, the following show contains some sensitive subject material or whatever at the yeah. top, just yeah. in case. So just some people case. know that we're, just di- so we're, know we're going to dig in. Yeah. yeah. Just cause it's fine. I, on your, on your point, I'm sorry if we're no, 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 for no. tangenting or no, keep no, no. going, but please, please, you know, when you meet somebody from somewhere else, mm-hmm. they look different or they dress different or they sound different mm-hmm. or they have an accent or whatever else, right? Yeah. You meet somebody from somewhere else, some other country. Do you find, and maybe it's just maybe it's just me. I haven't workshopped this, but do you find that when you've met that person, that what they're about is incredibly interesting? 
Always. That the like like so where are you from? It's Always. Like, so what what is what's the food like there? What are the like what Always. okay, so what's cool in your in your where you live? Like what are the where what do people do? What are they what are they what are they into? What do they wear? What are they yeah. what what places do you go to? Do you guys do you know, what's what's the fun thing to do when you're going out? Do you guys party? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Like the this kind I find that that stuff is it's so much more interesting to me when I find someone who's different. To find out about what their Yes. What their life is. Yes. And that can't be uncommon. No. And I, I love people and I love, I love differences in people and I love learning more. And any time I've ever been, you know, uh, when I was working in IT, I was working with a lot of guys from India yeah. and I would sit there and we would get into lunches and I would let them just explain everything about their neighborhoods, their culture, their food, their dance, their music their marriages, I, the whole thing. And I was like this. Yeah. Because it was fascinating to me because I knew nothing about it. Yeah. Nothing. I knew nothing. And I think that's so cool. I think yeah. that's so cool. And that's the inclination in me and that's the inclination in you is that if I see something, I experience something that I have no awareness of, I want to learn about it. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I think people want to travel. Yeah. Deep down, right? It's because yeah. they want to be able to I see. I want to see the other parts what, of the world. Yeah. What is it out? What is it out there? What's yeah. it like? What is your What is your uh, hamburger equivalent? Yeah. Right. Like, what's your apple pie? What's yeah. your What's your baseball? What's the thing that I know? What's your chocolate bar? Yeah. What's your chocolate yeah. bar? What's What's the thing? What's What's considered to be uh, dressing up on a night on the town? You know, yeah. like I want to know these things. Yeah. I think that's cool. What are your monuments? Yeah. What are your What do you, What's important? What are the things? What's a folk song that's sung mm. and and, yeah. and and regarded. What's a what's a lullaby that your mom sang? I just yeah. I just got think any cool hats. Yeah, of course you do. Everything. Other other countries have the best hats. You know, they really do. Yeah, no, I, I just think, I, that's true. I, I and I think that's all. That's something else I would encourage people to do on the show is is if you're nervous about travel or nervous about going to other places, start small. Yeah. Start with something that's that's maybe semi-familiar. Go to Canada. Go to Canada. <laughs> go to go to Australia. <laughs> go to England. Yeah, go to something where they go speak to, your go same to New language. Zealand. Yeah. Go, right, go someplace where where it's you know go to Europe. Go where where it's it's a little closer culturally, and just get like dip your toe. Dip your toe, and, and then uh, get yeah. used to being a little bit uncomfortable, yeah. a little bit out of your you know yeah. out of out of what you're used to. Yeah, and then. When you get good at sort of being uncomfortable, okay, well, uh, let's try places where they speak a different language. Where I might be a little lost. Yeah. Become a reluctant traveler, just like Become Eugene Levy. Become a re- reluctant traveler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, and then eventually you, you then, find then, that you're then you'll just, find that you are in the deepest jungle of, you know, the Amazon and, and like, wow, look at this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, man, I, I grew up in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and my um, ability to connect with people from other parts of the world was pretty small as a child in the yeah. 80s and 90s. And the older I got, and especially when I moved to L.A., I met a lot of cool people from so many different races and backgrounds and religions and countries that it really helps to have that experience. Yeah. You really, really uh, need to be connecting and understanding people from all around the world because then you just begin to see that, oh, the things that I know to be true aren't necessarily true for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? You, right. It really takes you out of that whole, oh, well, but this is what I know. And this is, it's like, well, they don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's not, that's not even a subject that's discussed where they grew up. Yeah. So have a little patience, man. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, this, this is, yeah. Right? Boy, we could spend hours. We could spend hours. Because we could spend I, hours. I, I, you know, they, they, I, have, I have so much to, 
I have so much to say about all this, but I think we can't. I think yeah. we, if, we, if we dig in, it's a whole different type of show. And we've done a pretty good job. Of we've done a good job. We've done a good job because hitting we, the thing. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, we we started. Stop. We started to. You know this this show that we did today was here. We were talking about how divisive um, online, divisive po- social media and politics are, yeah. and then here comes this report. So we we hadn't done a social sustainability episode in a while. We've done them in the past because during the pandemic we were talking about the dangers of how social media affects people. There was that documentary that we both watched on Netflix <laughs> called the yeah. social network or yeah. whatever. No, it wasn't. And that's the movie. The whatever. Social, social disaster. It was a social something, but it was problem. Ta- yeah. Maybe it was that it was yeah. just a documentary. It was talking about how negatively it impacted. I watched it with my son. I remember him crying because it was so heavy to see how a toll that this thing had yeah. taken on people. Yeah. And so it's when these topics come up, we kind of have always trusted that they came up for a reason. You know yeah. what I mean? Like here we were talking about that that media clip that called Democrats uh, pedophiles, and then I turn around and the first thing I see is this thing that says World Report, we're World Happiness Report. Where is that? It's we're on the up, and I'm like, that doesn't match what we talked about this morning at all. So it felt very natural to say, let's just stop and you know. The people that live on the planet are just as important as the planet. You know, we're yeah. we are our, our health is is important. And so if you can walk away from today's show and realize like maybe close the app and just talk to the people in your neighborhood for a yeah, little bit. That's it. Yeah. Right? Get face to face because face to face get some time with people. Face to face people are a lot more themselves. They really are. Than they are even yeah. the even the ones who are going nuts, right? Because a lot yeah. of times people are going nuts because they they get angry that it's not someone saying something's not true and they yeah. think that it matters. Yeah. But Actually, in the end, my opinion about Democrats and whether or not they're pedophiles <laughs> changed not one iota. Not one iota. Based on a, a social media hit story. Yeah. You know, about a congressperson saying that they were. Yeah. I will never believe that. No. And I will also do my best that if somebody gives me a piece that's from the other side... I will always do my best to go, you know, if somebody says all Republicans are this, I'm going to look into why this is being said, what's trying to be gained from it, who's saying it, are they a trustworthy source, probably not if it's inflammatory like that, and I'm also going to do my due diligence on my side to pay attention to when things are being said on the other side that are irresponsible, because it comes from both sides, so... I encourage you to keep an eye out for both sides doing this kind of, I'm going to get you to be angry about what the other people are doing. Yeah, you know? it, look, it's a successful tactic it if is. you want to keep, if you want to keep things as they are yeah. and not actually deal with the problems that keep people from making money yeah. and being yeah. successful and yeah. getting their share of the wealth. Mm-hmm. Boy, I sound like a, I sound like a total uh, <laughs> hippie, but it's the but it's true. It's true. Though. If you want to if you want to keep people where they are and not change much, but still have the system continue, then all you have to do is keep them believing that the other side are evil. Keep, keep them angry. They're, yeah. they, it's all a tactic, and the angrier you are at the other side, the more you will continue to do what is asked of you without any questions. And so I think it's important that we ask questions, look in, find who's giving me the information and why. 
Why are they giving me this information? What is to be gained from it? And think about everybody knows different people. There's somebody you know who's anytime they talk about any group, anytime that someone is saying a mean thing about some like, religious group or some yeah, some yeah. group that has uh, some malady or mm-hmm. has some some belief or s- looks some certain way or identify some certain way yeah. or whatever. And they say all are this. Right. Think about the people that you know who are similar to that or have some piece of that in their life. And think about that person and your relationship with that person and the experience you've had with that person. And then ask yourself, is that person this? I'll bet that they are not. Right. And you got to remember that. (laughs) You have to. You have to. So I'm, I'm, I, you know, this is definitely a show that I'm glad we did it. Yeah. I'm glad we did it. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. You got to stop and look. We we talk about enzyme energy and, and mushrooms is meat and, you know, windmills and solar and, and different things in the planet. And that's what we're here for the majority of the time. But every now and then I want to check in with the folks and make sure, Hey, are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're being good with your water. You're taking care of your waste. You're composting. You're looking after the animals. You're mm-hmm. looking after the forest. But also just stop and make sure you're not scrolling on your phone until 2 a.m. getting into an argument with a stranger about nonsense. Don't do that. Don't. It's a waste of time. Don't get into a pissing contest. No. With a person who doesn't even have to go to the bathroom. No, no they're not. They're not cheap peeing. No, they've got. No. They've got. They've got a water bottle, they've and they're water, just pouring water. Just, it's not a real thing. Yeah, and don't like. <laughs> just remember that the things that are said online are trying to get you to stay there. They're trying to get it to go. So again, I'm, I'm repeating myself, but you know what I'm saying. Just, it's important. Just. just just, yeah. just remember that we're all we're all doing our best and trying to make a world where our kids can grow up and have an all right time for the grandkids and so on and so forth. So yeah. anyway, yeah. that's that's the podcast. That's, that's the, the podcast. podcast. So with that, thank you for checking out the Buy Friendly podcast today. We did put a little warning up front, so we got into some stuff. Um, and these will happen from time to time, but you can count on us next, next week to just be back with same old silly nonsense and Definitely. environmental stuff. Cause we will take a break from these, but th- Hey, we still laughed a little bit in some of oh, it. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we did. For sure. Um, but we are still, uh, the, the show that you know and love. And again, make sure to give us those comments and share and spread the word. We can't do this show without you. So with that, we say we are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Bringing you top quality content since 1823. Science without the stiffness. Green without the groaning. Yes. Um, inspiring fear and love. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember the new one? Yes, yes, yes. This is a show about patience. We did oh it. Oh my God, there was no Veronica. There was no Veronica. Oh my God. She we actually be, remember the tag. She would be so proud of us right now because I think that maybe because we know she's there. Yeah, she's her in spirit. There, she's well, no, I mean like when right? we know she's there. Oh, got it. When we know she's <laughs> there, we know we don't have to dig that far into the right. filing cabinet. Right, right. Because she's got it. She's she can. She's she got can it right us, there. She has these hand signals that she, she gives can, to try to like kinda, work us into. And and as we're searching for it, the funniest thing is I wish the audience could see her head tilt when she go, when we're like science without the and she go. She's like, like, you can do it. You got it. You got it. No, you don't got it. You missed it. Uh, But since she's not here to say it, so uh, so, uh, Roddy's ghost 
says. <laughs> Stop and smell the flowers. Yeah. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.